Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to The Arts House on Cork's 96FM and C103. Elmarie Moe and Connor Tallon with you till 10. Now, I was so excited to share the news last week about Kirkadurka's live theatre event for the Midsummer Festival. And I really enjoyed Connor's chat with Pat Kiernan on the show last week. We didn't think live theatre was possible in lockdown, but Kirkadurka excel at making the seemingly impossible actually happen. Now it's been up and running for three nights and I was dying to find out how it was going. So I rang Sive Barrick Coakley after their opening night and she is the stage manager for the production Without a Stage. Yeah, I mean, it's been some achievement. Initially, when everything happened, a lot of people were making stuff online and obviously that's one way for people to access things. But Pat and Kirkadurka and the whole team were really keen that we would try and create something that still maintained that element of being a live event that people can kind of experience communally together. So that was something that we really wanted to still try and achieve, which I think we've managed to do. So we had our first two shows last night and we brought them to Greens in the middle of housing estates. And we had lovely audiences out. Everyone was standing in their front gardens or on their footpaths or even some people were watching from their windows. And yeah, it was really lovely. It went really well. So we've got We've two locations down and we've got about another 14 to go. This is amazing because, yes, there are 16, I suppose, areas and districts that you're actually bringing the production to. And like Connor and Pat were chatting about it last week, it is a production that people can watch and interpret from a distance. It's not at all uh, something that they need to be up close to hear actors speaking. I know you don't want to give too much away, you see, either. That's the thing. Yeah, I won't give too much away. Well, no, I mean, there was a few things to consider, definitely. Um... Yeah, one of them was because we were going into residential areas and we wanted people to be able to view it safely from a distance. We knew from the get-go that it was going to be a non-verbal piece. So there's no speaking and there's no sound. It's a purely physical piece. Then the other thing was we knew we needed darkness so that we could light it in a really kind of dramatic way. So Mick Hurley, he's done a gorgeous lighting design for it. So that's why they're on on late as well, because obviously the days are so long this time of year. And also the other thing that we knew is that any kind of setup that we would do before the actors took to the stage, let's say, was going to be on view as well. So I'm stage managing the crew and we've got a production manager and a few other members of crew. So our kind of setup of the of the piece is also visible. So we're in costume where it's all sort of choreographed. It's part of the overall show. And then the actors come and they perform this gorgeous kind of physical piece about this couple who've been separated and they're trying to kind of maintain some contact 
uh, in this strange, strange world that we, we now find ourselves in. So, yeah, it's all visible. People can see all of that. And then we come down and we take it all away and we pack it up into the van and we drive off again to our next location. Because you're trying to do two locations a night, is that it? Yeah, I mean, we wanted to just bring it to as many places as possible because obviously um, it's not something that a mass audience can see. So in every given housing estate, you know, we might there might just be 20, 30, 40 people there. So we wanted to bring it to as many locations as we could so that as many people could see it as possible. So we're doing, yeah, we're doing two a night. So every night our first show is at 10 p.m. and our second show is at 11. And then, yeah, so I think we're, we're fitting in around about 16 altogether. I honestly think the concept of it is just superb. And I know you knew what you wanted to do. And I know you had a really strong vision for how it would work and the choreography mm. of the, the setup and everything. What was it like to actually do it, Saif? What was it like to see people looking out of their windows from their houses and things? What was it like to see how the audience took it? It was such a joy. It really was because it's always the way with a piece of theatre, you know, the the very kind of heart of theatre is that interaction between audience and, and performers. So obviously we'd been making it in our own little bubble and we weren't really sure how it would be perceived and if it would hold people, you know, if it would hold their attention. It's we were, we're going to people's communities as well. We're going to their housing estates, their areas. So, you know, we were really keen that we, we wanted to make sure that people would connect with it. And, but they really did. Yeah, it was brilliant. I mean, you could hear the kind of snippets of reactions from people and there was even some kids out. It is technically past bedtime, but, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, if, if kids are still up at that time, if there there were some families watching together, which was really lovely. And then what what was really nice to see as well is as we kind of pack up and move away, people are chatting, you know, they're talking to neighbours about it. They're kind of gathering to discuss what's happened. And it was really nice to see that sort of communal element back on the streets again because we've sort of been deprived of it for oh, so long. Oh, we so have. Like just the kind of chatting to people in the bar and the everyman afterwards or, you know, milling around after seeing something uh, in the cat club. We so are starved for all of this kind of thing. Exactly. Now, when it comes to ordinarily telling people about productions, you're advertising locations well in advance <laughs> because we want the crowds yeah. to come. Obviously, with social distancing and everything being a big factor for this, you can't really do that. So Connor and and Pat were talking last week, it was kind of like guerrilla theatre. We come parachute in, boom. But do do local residents know what to expect at all in advance? They do know that we're coming. So, yeah, we have to maintain a certain amount of mystery because... Obviously, to keep everybody safe and in order for us to do this, we can't have a lot of people traveling to see us in each location or we wouldn't be able to maintain the distancing that we need. So the residents who would live around the green that we're performing on, they have all been notified before we're coming. They know when we're coming, they know the time that we're coming and they know they can watch it from outside their houses or their footpaths. But yeah, that's kind of about it, really. We, we're not able to say, other than that, we're not able to say where we're going to be. So it's really, it is just for those particular neighbourhoods. But, <laughs> you know, it's something that maybe, like, it's some. I would love to see other companies as well trying things like this and something that can be rolled out because I think it is really important to try and think innovatively, which is what Kirk and Durka have done and... I think it's it's great that there's a lot of access to the arts online, but you really can't beat that there is nothing, kind of human connection that you need no. to be in the same space as people, you know, and breathing the same air and being able to make eye contact with people and, and things like that. I just think it's 
it's something that I really, really hope that we don't lose. And I hope that the theatre industry, even though it's taken such a gigantic knock as so many sectors have, I really hope that it's able to maintain the gift that it can it can give to audiences. 100%. And I think initiatives like this will remind people in a very timely way why it is they need to get behind the campaign to save the arts. We really and truly need it. And just hats off to Kirkadurka for championing and flying into the fray with something like this. Sive, I wish you all the very best luck with the rest of the production as you parachute in and out secretively. <laughs> of these locations in into communities and uh, you must get such a buzz as a team from seeing the excitement of people as something as magical and precious as this yeah. literally lands on their doorstep. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's lovely to chat you, Marie. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.